Tree Talking Time is brought to you by Conkeys Outdoors. Get all your hound hunting needs at Conkeys.com. Welcome to Tree Talking Time, where we talk all things tree dogs. From the smallest feists to the largest hounds, drink squirrels to bears and everything in between. And from time to time, we might even run a little fast game. Yeah, I can kind of start from the beginning on where my life of hunting started. Yeah. Well, um, my name is Kelsey, and I'm 30 years old and happily married to Corey, and we have two little girls, Gracelyn and Henley. They're five and six, and um, we're having a lot of fun raising them up around the woods, and we live out in the country, I guess you could call it really small town and at the end of a dirt road on five acres we've got all kind of woods behind us um just recently started taking our six-year-old graceland hunting with me in a tree stand so that's exciting fun (laughs) it's been really exciting uh teaching her all the ropes and um just the fun little um fun little details that you don't really think about when you're going hunting but now taking my own you know teaching her how to be quiet just how to walk how to talk to me when she needs something (laughs) Mm -hmm. so that's been fun um i took her the first time i took her we seen a raccoon come in to the feeder and um I had to, I had told her if you see an animal come in, don't get too loud, too excited. Cause we gotta stay quiet. And she started uh, tapping me on the leg. There's a coon. There's a coon. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that had her so excited and just watching her, you know, look at the butterflies and the birds and every little thing. So that was fun. Um, of course, the second time we've been out hunting, she was bored a lot faster (laughs) (laughs) she's like uh when are we going back home when are we going back home and trying to whisper and i'm like just a little bit longer just a little bit longer (laughs) Mm -hmm. but um my dad is is who taught me all about hunting okay so how old were you when you got started real little real little so i i hear stories that i don't even remember um, I was a little girl in a car seat with my dad driving me around the woods. Nice. So, <laughs> and, uh, as I grew up out there where he took us hunting, um, I was, you know, coloring and playing in the truck and I'm sure getting yelled at for being <laughs> too noisy or to calm down. <laughs> a lot of playing in the dirt and making friends out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were doing a lot of running dogs so it was okay to be a little noisy um but that was that was a lot of my growing up was in the woods all the time um we we actually still live where i grew up and we're just two minutes down the road from our hunting club nice that was gonna be my next question you're a florida native yeah 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 i've been in florida my whole life I love it. I never want to leave home. <laughs> and for all the listeners, mm-hmm. your husband was on uh, in the episode titled Coon Hunting in the Armpit of America. <laughs> <laughs> Correct. <laughs> your husband yes, is Corey. down in the Florida swamp. <laughs> yep. 
Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's all about it too. Mm-hmm. Heavy in the uh, raccoon hunting for sure. Yeah. Uh, when me and Corey got together, I was teaching him all about deer hunting and he was teaching me all about coon hunting. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. So he had never run deer dogs prior to you guys dating? Very little. Okay. Um, he he had some buddies in his teenage years that he'd go out hunting with, but he just didn't know quite as much about it, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was able to take him out to our club that I had grown up in, and we just hit it off and uh, started hunting a lot out there together. So. Nice. Now he loves both. He loves to run deer dogs and coon dogs. So yeah. we've got all kind of dogs. <laughs> what kind of deer dogs did you have growing up? Uh, beagles and walkers. Okay. Yeah. And what, yep. do you, what do you guys have now? Uh, we just have walkers now. Okay. And yes, there's um, the running walkers and we have some that have a lot of red in them. And they're Long-legged, tall hound dogs. Very pretty. Yeah. And we have a few um, tricolor walkers. And uh, I was in the vet field for a very long time and would bring home any walker that came in that needed a home. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe it'll run a deer. I, you know, talked to Corey about it, and, of course, he let me bring it home. That's funny. (laughs) So we have... uh, how many dogs do you about, guys have total? Yeah, we have about eight deer dogs right now and uh, four coon dogs. That's not too bad. And we, um, yeah, it's not too crazy. We do have a long-haired chihuahua. That's my little <laughs> Gus Gus. And uh, two basset hounds. And we have... Well, we just recently had a few litters of puppies. You may have heard about those. <laughs> I've seen lots um, of pictures of so, them. Yes, we have a tree and walker named Lazy and a blue tick named Busy. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. So we're adding to the crew for mm-hmm. sure. Dogs are always growing around here. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure the girls loved having all those puppies over the summer. Yes, yes. Um, they're... They're a big help and getting used to it. Of course, there's times when they're like, oh, hey, I'm done. Get this puppy <laughs> off me. Or, oh, the house stinks. Because yeah. we've been raising puppies in our spare bedroom. We turned that into a little dog room. Oof. Um, so it's been me. interesting. Yes, yes. We, we put in a back door and fenced in a section of the yard out back. So we don't have to, like, travel through the house with the dogs. but. Mm-hmm. Um, raising litters of puppies back there has definitely been a lot better on the dogs. Yeah. The little litters have been really healthy and good looking puppies. I'm sure, I'm sure it's hard raising puppies, especially you had two litters over the summer. So in the Florida heat and all that humidity. Yes, for sure. It's way too hot. We really don't think they would have done as well. Yeah, And just the flies get so bad, and I worry so much about parvo that I want to keep them indoors away from flies. And <laughs> Yeah, no, it's oh, a serious yeah. concern, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, but luckily they've done well, and 
I've told Corey and um, the guys, the rest of our kennel, <laughs> I'm done. I'm ready to take a break from puppies. <laughs> ask me like a year from now, but they take that as a joke. So they'll probably ask me to have another litter of puppies in a couple of months. <laughs> they probably will. <laughs> it's fun. It's exhausting, but it's fun. Well, you guys are going to be ha- loaded down with young dogs here, so. Yeah, for sure. We're going to have our own to put time into. Um, the blue tick and the tree and walker, of course, will be coon dogs. And mm-hmm. um, Corey loves training puppies. So okay. he doesn't like them when they're young, young puppies. He's like, you guys can snuggle them and play <laughs> with them and leave them at home while I go hunting. But when they're eight, nine months old, he's ready to get them in the woods and mm-hmm. start the training process. So that's his thing, though. He loves to train up young dogs and watch them turn into a good coon dog. Good deal. Didn't you guys just get another dog? Yeah, um, Homer. Yeah. Yeah, that's been a real special dog. So as soon as Corey got him, he fell in love with him. Good. <laughs> um, I think he is, yeah, over a year old or just under two. Okay. Um, but he's really showing a lot of potential he's a really awesome dog making trees already and has a good chop mouth and doesn't take a break when he's on a tree nice i call him a calendar dog because he looks perfect on a tree <laughs> he stands up chop mouth barking the whole time and does not move mm-hmm. <laughs> he looks awesome so it's Corey's really excited about him hopefully he'll continue to do well and we'll put him in some hunts good. soon or we're really excited that the cooler weather is coming. <laughs> does it ever get cool down there? Um, yeah, <laughs> it does. It's just so, it's so wishy-washy. <laughs> like, <laughs> it, it'll be cool for two or three days, and then it'll warm up in the 80s again. Um, this month, for sure, it's like up and down, and then it should be cool at least in the 70s next month. And then when we hit December, it will have mornings and evenings in the 50s and 60s. And then you might have a 90-degree <laughs> Christmas. I mean, <laughs> you just don't know. But we appreciate it when we get it. So Yeah, it's definitely too warm for me. I, I like uh, I like my nice fall weather. <laughs> you know, I, Where are you at exactly? I'm in southeast Pennsylvania. So it's already yeah. 50. Like right now, the last week, we've had 50-degree mornings. Oh, that's so nice. So, to think I had, I'd have to wait till December for that, and that's about as cold as it gets. Yes, yes. I was so excited about the little cold spell we had last weekend, and just wanted to go sit in the tree stand, and the animals were not moving like I thought they would. You would think. They would, yeah. They would like that break. Yeah, for sure. You mentioned uh, you guys go to the hunts and stuff, and I know Corey mm-hmm. and Zach do a lot of that. Uh, but I've heard you you've put some dogs in some night hunts, and you've done pretty well. Yeah, yeah, I liked it a lot more than I thought I would. Um, when me and Corey first started dating in 2015, I was walking with him all the time, and I was like, okay, I want to try this, and I did win my first hunt. And it was the very first hunt that I ever hunted in a dog named Shine. And she was a gorgeous um, tree and walker. But she she was 
a really awesome dog, but I won with her. And then I took a break and I would go out in the woods with him, but didn't really feel like walking all that walk. <laughs> um, and then we had kids and um, just stayed home with babies while he'd go out hunting or sit at the truck while he'd go out in the woods with the dog. And now that the little ones are older, um, and getting back into it and I'm like this is actually fun exercise yeah. <laughs> I need a reason to walk and I love the woods and it's a lot cooler at night of course Oh yeah. Um, but I have this year had a really good year with the coon hunts and um, our dog River I was able to get a win on him and two different hunts and a new dog Splash that we got down from New York. He's mm-hmm. a blue tick. He's actually daddy to the puppies. I was able to win a hunt with him. So it's been a really fun year doing it. And I I took a big break over the summer because I don't like snakes at all. I don't blame you. <laughs> I, I don't care for the heat or the snakes. And the moccasins down here get really bad. Um, so I was I was happy just to let the guys do their hunts and their training over the summer. And I am looking forward to getting back into it with the cooler weather. Good. Yeah. Zach was telling me that they just needed to have you handle every, handle the dogs because there for a little while you were, you were on a little roll and they couldn't, they couldn't (laughs) win and you were winning. (laughs) It's fun. It's a lot of fun. And I guess I did a little better at it than I thought I would. I still get nervous in the hunt sometimes, but um, just patience. I've learned with every kind of hunting, patience is uh, the best tool in your bag. A friend told me that one time, and that stuck with me. Yeah. You just be patient and listen, whether you're still hunting or coon hunting or running dogs, just use patience so that you can think about every little every little thing that's about to happen and with coon hunting if you just listen to what that dog's doing before you make your call i think that's the biggest thing there you go and it's easy to you know make a quick call and like dang i shouldn't have done that Mm -hmm. um but as long as you can hang in there and listen to every little thing it helps you out for sure yeah and you have an advantage because you're a woman and Women have more patience than men, typically. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Naturally gifted uh, in that department. uh, I reckon, yeah, that's That's a good way to put it. But I've never liked confrontation either. I don't like, um, you know, big arguments or anything like that in the middle of the woods. So Mm -hmm. I like to keep to myself and make the best call I possibly can. And if... If it's not right, it's not right. Um, so that's another thing on the on the cast. I just try to keep to myself and listen to what my dog's doing. And mm-hmm. I love owls. Um, my dad actually passed away when I was 18. And um, he was 47 and he passed away of a heart attack. And my dad used to call owls up all the time. Um, when we were turkey hunting or just out in the woods goofing mm-hmm. off and um, he was really good at it and after he passed away I seen owls everywhere 
So I was yeah. like, that's my sign of my dad. So uh, when I'm in the woods, especially coon hunting at night, the owls are out. So I'm like off in La La Land listening yeah. <laughs> for my dog, listening for what the owls are doing. So I enjoy it. Yeah. One night I, I had an owl scare me so bad. Just out of the blue, I just happened to catch a glimpse of it, and it was sitting on a low-hanging branch. <laughs> just wasn't what I was expecting. and No, not at all. Definitely caught me off guard that night. Yeah, they will spook you, for sure. They're big and beautiful, but they will, they will spook you. Yep. We've had a couple encounters where they make you jump, you know, they... They're like right on a limb behind you, and you didn't know it until they say something. Oh, yeah. Or they swoop down real low. So, yeah, for sure. How long have you known Zach and Corey? Not that long, actually. It's recent. I don't know. I'd seen some spam accounts, and I'd sent it to like just the Conkeys page and was like, hey, you know, here's a spam mm-hmm. account. <laughs> it seems like you guys <laughs> have like a new spam account, follow, you know, stealing your pictures and. You know, yeah. I don't know, every other week at least. But Oh uh, yeah, it's awful. <laughs> and then it was kind of funny, just kind of we just started talking through Messenger and whatever because of that. And uh mm-hmm. then that's, that's when that's when then I then I had him on so the podcast and that's kind of from there yeah. I've talked to Zach a lot. I haven't talked to Corey near as much, but mm-hmm. well so. they're they're big pals for sure buddies we're very thankful for zach and ashley and their family moving down from tennessee we're just more like family now than friends oh yeah (laughs) that's what it sounds like yeah the whole but and then now and then also with Corey's brother coming to work there now so yeah yeah it's been great it really has and um his brother jonathan's been a huge help um Conkeys is just is growing all the time. I pick on Zach every day about how good of a job he's doing <laughs> with social media and stuff. I'm like, okay, you're doing too good. Yeah, I've, um, I've seen some pictures of your busy days. So, oh yes, sir. <laughs> Those days are definitely growing. Um, it's definitely our busy season, and oh, yeah. I feel like every year the busy season starts earlier, earlier. But we're thankful. Mm-hmm. We're very thankful for the job we have. And I'm glad that you reached out and we could yeah. talk to more people, not only about conkeys, but about hunting. <laughs> Definitely. How long have you mm-hmm. you been working there at conkeys now? I just hit my year Okay. in September. Yeah. just hit my one year. I was a vet, veterinary technician for 13 years. Okay. And uh, I absolutely loved it. Um, but where I was at a year ago, my vet clinic was growing um, in a crazy good way, but it was very, very busy. It was like working in an emergency room some days. Oh, geez. And yes. And with us, you know, with having a busy life at home already and our two little girls, when I got home, I was just exhausted from my day, and um, I felt like I wasn't in the best mood that I wanted to 
present to my kids every day. Yeah. And it was like work wearing on me. And we also have a lot of animals at home. So I was like, oh, as much as I love dogs, like I'm just tired. I didn't want to like mess with any of them, play with any of them. Mm -hmm. I was like, you know, just I just started to figure out that it was wearing on me and mentally, really, mentally and physically, because holding those dogs is really tough on your body. Um, A lot of, you know, holding dogs that don't want to be held that are, you know, 70 80 pounds pushing up against you or holding down a dog that needs an x-ray um helping lift dogs in and out of vehicles or on the ground you know you're doing all sorts of different things all day long and mm-hmm. um i ended up messing my neck up and had like herniated disc in the side of my neck which affected my left arm for a long time mm-hmm. so all these things just started to add up and Corey, one summer, uh, I guess it was last summer, he was like, you know, we're getting busier at work and we definitely need somebody in the shipping department. And I was like, sign me up whenever, (laughs) (laughs) whenever y'all are ready, I'm going to, you know, go ahead and put my notice in at work. And I gave work like a month's notice after he had talked to Mr. Bruce and everybody and everybody's on the same page. And um, it's been great. It's been, it's been the calm down I needed. Yeah. It's definitely still a really busy atmosphere, but it's completely different style of busy. Yeah. <laughs> and I enjoy um, having, you know, my little area in the shipping department where I can write messages to people. I love to put um, Bible verses and um, God bless you and like just uplifting mm-hmm. um, faithful things you know in the packages just to bring people up just because you never know what people are going through well you mentioned that I just saw a post on I think it was the Conkeys pro staff group on Facebook and some guy mm-hmm. even mentioned that he was like this really made my day I'd been having a rough day rough week whatever it was and he, he oh yeah and he was like you had wrote him a note it said like god bless you i think is what it, i believe yeah that was mr david Cobb. he is a, a wonderful customer of ours and um i didn't know at the time when i put the message in there who it was going to we get so busy with packages throughout the day i don't even like look at their names anymore <laughs> like <laughs> i try to get something on there just because i want to get you know, get mm-hmm. something in there to them and try to think about how people are feeling when they open their box. But I told the guys, like, if I could do it, I'd have camouflage wrapping paper in there <laughs> and it would be like, you know, super, <laughs> super interesting and fun when they open their box, but I can't make it that fun. But, yeah. um, but yeah, that, that was Mr. Cobb and he, he actually, called me he called and talked to Zach at the shop and then he called back and asked for me and it was um really touching talking to him because he had had a rough day and um, I know his wife has been going through some stuff and he was just you know he's having one of those days that we all have just feeling down and um so he wanted to know who put that in there so that's really cool just goes to show that little personal touch and really does mm-hmm. mean mean a lot to people. Yeah, and I appreciate the feedback whenever, you know, it does help somebody. 
Mm-hmm. And we had one lady that had recently lost her husband and was going through a bad day and seeing like a Bible verse I'd put in there. So she sent a message back and um, Corey showed me the email and that kind of thing. It made her day and it made my day because <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to have, you know, a simple job, but still touch other people's lives. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. And it just goes to show you, you can do a lot regardless of what you, what you're doing. That's right. You can have an impact on people's lives. You know, you're shipping and packing, you know, dog supplies mm-hmm. and you're making an impact on people's lives. Like something mm-hmm. you wouldn't, you just don't think would make an impact on people's lives, you know. No, that's right. But you can. Mm-hmm. And hopefully, you know, teach other people they don't have to do anything crazy. Mm-hmm. And Definitely. I tell Corey that sometimes, like, am I, am I doing the right thing? <laughs> But right now, I feel like I am in the right place in my life where I am doing the right, you know, line of work where I'm surrounded by hunting, something I love, and it's something I can still communicate with people and affect their life in some way and get God's word out. And I get more time with my kids because that's a big thing. And Yeah. They can come to work with me when they need to. So That's always nice. Yes. Nice working somewhere where they care about your family. Yeah. And like you said, you know, at this point, even though you guys necessarily are blood related, you guys are all basically family. And so mm-hmm. you, you get to be surrounded by people that you love every day. You know, I go to work yeah. with people, a lot of people that I, <laughs> I just have to tolerate. <laughs> Yeah, fake it till you make it, right? Like, just trying to make it to five o'clock. But. <laughs> Some days, that's for sure. <laughs> mm, no, it's good. It's important to to like what you do every day. Yeah. Spend a lot of time there. So. That you do. Conkey's Outdoors is proud to be a sponsor of Tree Talking Time. Family, hunting, tradition is the Conkey's motto. They understand the importance of passing down the tradition of hound hunting. They are a family-owned business that treats you like family. They also understand the importance of having the gear you need when you need it. Conkeys carries everything for your next hunt, and it ships to your door quick. They also offer great warranties on all tracking systems and financing options. Check them out at conkeys.com. You can also use the code TREETALKINGTIME5 in all caps to save as well. Uh, what else do you do in your free time? This. <laughs> podcast take photos uh any kind of hunting yeah i have coon hounds yeah yep i was out the last couple nights my dogs haven't looked the greatest <laughs> <laughs> uh, but i haven't been hunting much over the summer at all so just trying to get them everybody back into shape mm-hmm. and then i got a young yeah. pup that still doesn't really know much of anything so but she's been still learning up, she's been opening up running something i don't know past couple nights i was Happy with that. <laughs> yep. So. I feel like they got to goof off every now and then. Yeah. <laughs> like we have, um, we do have one dog that, you know, sometimes she'll run a deer. Sometimes she'll fall trees and might have coon, might have a slick tree. <laughs> Don't know, but she's not one I want to put in a hunt, but she's just funny. My one dog, he uh, he's a little tree happy, and this time of year, I sent a video to 
Zach, I think last week, and I said, I think I need one of them thermal things, but my pockets ain't deep enough. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I hear you. Because I think I got a lying coon dog sometimes. <laughs> that sidewinder is pretty good, they say. <laughs> Uh, that's one of the newest uh, thermals that everybody's liking, and mm-hmm. that thing's real pretty when you look through it. I've actually never used one. Really? I've been to a lot of hunts where people have, but I've just never used one, never mm-hmm. seen. I don't even take one on the hunt with me. Corey's been trying to teach me and get me more comfortable with it. But um, I just take a squalor and use my light and shine the heck out of the tree <laughs> <laughs> and pray. <laughs> I, I know I've been on a few casts where it's real frustrating when they can see it in in the thermal and then you can't get it to look. People get pretty aggravated. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen some guys yeah. get pretty aggravated and it's like, the rule is the rule. You know, you can't score off the thermal, but, you know, nice. it's nice to at least know that your dog had it. You know, it, yeah, it exactly. sucks that you didn't get plussed up for it but that part is nice but I feel like if they allow you to carry it they should allow you to score it with it um that would that would be nice just to know for sure it is there and everybody can see it yeah (laughs) I guess the reasoning behind that I don't know not necessarily everyone has one so that way it doesn't give an unfair advantage to people that do that's true yeah, it's not like even passed around to everybody. Yeah. I guess that's yeah, kind of where everyone has a light, so. Yeah. You know, everybody's going to have a lot to use that. That's the only biggest, that's the only downfall I, I really see of that. You know, if I have a thermal yeah. and you don't, and I can find all my coon with a thermal easily, but then I don't want to shine your tree. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> That makes sense. Might not get used on your tree. Yeah. That's the biggest reason I would say that they probably don't. I completely understand that view. Yeah, there's there's so many nice things that they're coming out with. It's, uh, I like uh, my head spinning sometimes because I feel like I've learned everything and then they come out with something new. Yeah. Like Garmin coming out with new things every year. I'm still now. I feel more comfortable with the new stuff than I do the old stuff. (laughs) See, I'm still stuck with on the old technology. I'm still got a Alpha 100 and just a regular old TT 15. Hey, if it works, that's all you need. Hindsight, I'm kind of glad I've missed the 200 and the 15Xs when they came out and all the bugs that they've had, both have had. (laughs) So, hindsight, I'm kind of glad that I missed all that, but uh. Yeah, it seems like you skipped what you needed to. <laughs> when you do upgrade, yeah. the 300 is the way to go. <laughs> That's what I've heard from everybody. Yeah, that that handheld is fully loaded. Including a couple yeah. guys that I know that work for Garmin. There, and they're, they keep talk, telling me that I need to upgrade. I'm like, yeah, I hear you. <laughs> You're like, I will one day. Yeah. As soon as this 15 stops work, or as soon as this 100 stops working. Yeah, it still does its job right now. But speaking of products and new stuff, the one thing you guys are, are selling is uh, the Healthy Hunting Hounds. And I, I know you had 
you know, a big, uh, you played a big part in that. So why don't you tell yeah. us a little bit about that? That is a new supplement that I love because it's more like a all-in-one instead of having to purchase several different supplements to treat your dog. Because, mm-hmm. um, you know, before you'd have to buy some fish oil capsules or some glucosamine um, and all these different things, which is way more expensive when you have to purchase so many things. And it's more frustrating when you've got to give your dog so many mm-hmm. um, capsules or pills or powders or whatever it may be. And what a lot of people may not realize is dog food is missing some things that dogs really do need. So what's nice about this powder is it being all in one and just being a scoop on the food once a day. Um, And the good thing about it is if you are trying to save money and make your jar of Triple H go further, you can use it on a dog after a hunt to help replenish things he's lost in the hunt you know because mm-hmm. um, it does it has glucosamine in it MSM to help with the joint care it has fish oils to help with skin and a lot of dogs battle itchy skin and allergies and hair loss and things like that um, it has vitamins to help get their energy back up and it has probiotics and prebiotics to help with gut health. So many things in it that are helping with the dog's overall health. Yeah. The heart, you know, all these little things are big inside a dog and help with heart, the the skin, the eyes, um, thyroid, all of all different things on the inside that we're not thinking about, you know. Yeah. No, and the re- so, from the reviews I've read of it and uh couple guys I've talked to that have been feeding it. They love it. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I haven't yeah. had it hardly, so I haven't used it. Yeah. I just started getting my dogs back out in the woods, so. Well, when we were um, getting it all, like, ready to to get in stock, and the guys were like, let me know all the ingredients that were in it, I was able to, you know, just kind of go through it all, and I was like, oh, this is great, like. All this combined together is amazing. So, so fun fact for even, mm-hmm. for the listeners, uh, I work on a commercial mushroom farm, and I work, so we have a, uh, a mycologist, which is a mushroom scientist, and mm-hmm. she can tell you all the benefits of every kind of mushroom there is. And, really? And how they help you. And uh, I was looking at the ingredients, and I see, you know, you've got multiple mushrooms in the yes. And, yeah. Uh, so a lot of the same health benefits that you're describing for dogs mm-hmm. is oh, those mushrooms can, are for can do for people as well. So, and actually at all mm-hmm. Mokes, that's why the one guy bought it. He came in, he was like, "Yeah, I was looking at the ingredients." And we started talking about mushrooms, and it, it was just funny because I'm like, "I actually know something about. Mu- I really don't know much about this powder, but I do know something about mushrooms." Mm-hmm. That's funny. <laughs> Oh, that's great. See, you just learn something new every day. Yep. And that's funny that that made him want to buy it. That's awesome. Yep. Because uh, he said he's been using some mushroom supplements for himself and wanted to try it for the dog. So. Mm-hmm. 
And that's the best thing about it, too, is it's more of a natural supplement and it's not full of drugs, you know. Mm -hmm. When I was in a vet's office, I learned about all the drugs that help with skin and help with joint. And then you've got all these different side effects and stuff that you've got to educate yourself on, too, where this is more natural and has different kind of mushrooms, different kind of fish and different kind of, you know, things like that that are way more safe and don't have the side effects. So I thought that was so cool and interesting to see all the benefits and what all it's helping. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, and, and I I like it even more now from everybody's reviews, knowing that they're not, you know, having diarrhea, they're not getting ill from it, they're not really getting upset stomach. Every benefit and every result we've seen is really fantastic. That's awesome. And now they've got the new uh, balm for the paws. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. So that'll help with crack feet and sore feet and yep. you know dogs that are running really hard and get moisturizer on their paws <laughs> and the thing I, I liked about the that is just application wise it's like a like a deodorant stick almost you know yeah. unlike just having like a you know a, a tub of like lard or something that you got to sl- or like sal that you got to put on there just rub it right there yeah they made it a lot easier to apply it I love that thing. I'm excited to try that. That's, that was the first thing I noticed. Mm-hmm. At least it makes it nice and easy to put on. <laughs> yes, exactly. And that'll make more people want to try it. Yeah. Their dogs will feel a lot better for sure. Yeah, definitely. Now with like your deer dogs, do you have a lot of feet issues? Not really. Um, I try to keep their nails cut because I feel like that's one of the biggest things is their nails get hung and torn. Okay. Um, but... Their pads look pretty good. Gotcha. Um, we, uh, I am, though. I am excited to try this new Triple H um, paw balm on them during hunting season because during deer season, we'll run them pretty hard. Yeah. We just started training them again. and um, All of our dogs now are middle-aged and already pretty much trained, and um, we don't really have any... Uh, super young dogs, I guess. Well, I guess you are the youngest one. We <laughs> sounds like it. <laughs> um, we did recently get um a dog named Quigley that we're excited about because he's only ten months old and already running with the dog. Nice. So he's our youngest, youngest and newest year dog. But he looks like he's going to do really good. He's already going with the pack. Awesome. What's your deer season with hounds like look like down there? Right now, it just started. Um, so we train as much as we can during the summer, but it's so hot. We didn't really go at all during the summer um, unless you go like early in the morning. Mm-hmm. And then it stopped um, August, uh, like late August and uh, early September is when everybody starts to slow down on it because they're getting ready for bow season and bow season opened up like the third weekend of September. Okay. Um, and now they just started letting us run dogs again in the club and it'll slow down again. Like the week of Halloween, we have to stop training. Gotcha. And they'll have a youth hunt open up for all the kids to be able to deer hunt with dogs. 
So that's pretty awesome. We try to take kids that weekend. It's just, it's just Saturday, Sunday, uh, Halloween weekend. And then um, General Gun will open up like first weekend of November. Okay. So we don't have much time left of training, but we're trying to get some in. We actually have a trip planned to Kentucky next Wednesday for a muzzleloader hunt. Nice. So, yeah, pretty excited about that. We try to go every year. We've went for the last two years. It's with uh, Bridge Boys Outdoors. And they're a lovely family and have farmland that we go up and hunt on. And um, I do the hunting and Corey comes along for the trip because Nice. He doesn't like to sit still. I'm I'm right there with him. <laughs> He's like, if you want to still hunt, we'll we'll go, and I might sit with you, <laughs> might not. He might even bring a coon dog this time and find a place to coon hunt. So there you he's go. just as excited as I am. Yeah, <laughs> I, I'm right there with him. I've killed one deer because I do mm-hmm. not like sitting in a deer stand. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it can definitely get boring. <laughs> but some people love it. But that's why I like to run dogs. Yep. Do you run deer dogs too? We are not allowed to run deer dogs up here. I no. Okay. I uh, think here. I guess it was probably three years ago. Went to Virginia and ran deer dogs at uh, with a friend down there. Mm-hmm. And I had a blast. Uh, if we could run deer dogs. I'd, I'd run deer dogs. That I would deer hunt. Yeah, yeah, it makes deer hunting exciting for sure. You'll have to come with us if you ever visit Florida. <laughs> I'm sure I, I can manage to get there. My wife, yeah, would would like to tag along on that on that hunting trip. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah, can't miss out on that. Got to experience that. It's a adrenaline rush. Definitely. It's definitely our favorite time of the year. I can imagine. I've hunted a lot of different game with, with dogs, and deer hunting was up there. And You, you know, it, you got a, a lot of hounds. Sounds good. Mm-hmm. So I can definitely see why why people like it. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good time for sure. Well, with all of your experience running deer dogs and coon hounds, we need a good story or two. Hmm, what's my favorite? Well, I I gotta say, with running deer dogs, I don't have like the favorite story. Um, but what I do have to say is, if you haven't done it, you need to do it. Um, I grown up doing it as a kid, and uh, of course, I was more tomboy as a kid I just wanted to be in the woods and um, go hunting with my dad and now having a family and raising kids in the woods is the absolute best thing you can do Um, I I don't have like a favorite story off the top of my head but I do have moments that I remember and they're always in the woods like I feel like the best memories are are made in the woods and mm-hmm. out out of the chaos in the world. 
<laughs> yep. Um, it's either really peaceful or it's exciting and loud and dogs barking and um, I do I do remember getting in some hot deer races and my dad driving and jumping hills and driving <laughs> fast you know uh, trying to get us ahead of the deer and um, as a kid riding on the back of the dog box and falling in between the toolbox and the dog box and my dad <laughs> screaming are you okay yeah, Dad, keep going. <laughs> I'm all right. <laughs> Just trying to get ahead of the deer. And now watching our kids in the woods, all I can think about is my, you know, childhood growing up. And it is super cool. Uh, it's a really good feeling just to have them out there. And I'm so thankful that we're still able to have them out there. Mm-hmm. And our girls were riding up on the dog box just last weekend. And we're... Uh, letting our dogs run and trying to get them tuned up again. And this is the very first time I let our five-year-old and six-year-old up on the box to ride. Yeah. And we don't have, like, the big rail across the dog box, you know. We've got some rails on the side. So okay. I just keep, like, hanging my head out the window. <laughs> Are you okay? Do you want us to stop? <laughs> Are you holding on? <laughs> Um, our five-year-old Henley, she, you know, is like very distracted easily. So I feel like, you know, see a pretty bird fly and, you know, quit hanging on. So I'm like, is your sister holding on? Are y'all okay? We're going to slow down. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I feel like we're going to work them into that a little bit at a time because we're like, I don't know how we'll feel about this during hunting season. Um, but. So we're looking forward to that. I was like, we got to build on to the dog box now because they're of age to have fun up there. Yeah. And I just, I wish every, every person in the world could experience it. Definitely. No, it's a good time. That's for sure. Yeah, for sure. I hope that I get some good stories to tell you this season. <laughs> Um, I will tell you one story from last hunting season that was really awesome just for me and Corey. Um, we had a, a buck race going early in the morning and we ended up getting that deer. And the funny thing is everybody jokes with Corey when it comes to shooting deer because and they they just pick on him like he's not a good shot or whatever. They just pick on him like his wife has killed more deer, <laughs> which really <laughs> is only because like he you know wasn't hunting as long as I was. And Corey's always been more about the dogs and getting me on the deer. Yeah, and because that's my passion is deer hunting, and his is just listening to the dogs run and getting the dogs in the right place. Um, but anyways, this particular day a buck stepped out on a tree line and I'm on the back of the truck with Corey and we're looking at it through the scope and um, I seen it first and I was like hey there he is and he wheeled around and shot that thing so fast I just watched it drop in my scope I was like oh that was great I mean you were due for a deer that was totally (laughs) (laughs) totally perfect for you and um Anyways, later that day, we ended up 
shooting another deer and we don't know who shot it, but we both saw it and um, killed another buck. So we killed two the same day. So nice. that was, that was really a jam up day. There's not many days you're going to have like that. We get to. Nah, definitely not. But it's a good time. Looking forward to doing it again. And if you ever come to Florida with the family or to visit, just let us know. We'll set you up on a weekend to go hunting. I'm sure I'll be down there at some point. <laughs> well, I really appreciate you coming on tonight. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. I was excited when Zach asked me about <laughs> it. I was like, yeah, I just love to do it. Get out of my, you know, break out of my comfort zone and love to talk to everybody. And yeah, of course we'd love to get more people into hunting and keep hunting going, keep it, alive mm-hmm. now i think that's and the goal if I for could all say anything of us. else that that should be a, a big goal yep and i'd say another goal is just keep god first in your life and and things will get better mm-hmm. i feel like that's the number one everybody should remember if you're struggling or have anything going on any anxiety in your life try your best to give it to the Lord and keep him number one for sure. Absolutely. Well, I really do appreciate you coming on. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. And hopefully everybody has a good safe hunting season coming up. As always, in addition to Conkeys, be sure to check out my other sponsors, Full Cry Magazine and W Hunting Supply. Shirts are still available at dusupply.com under the podcast and partners tab at the top. You can find me on Facebook and Instagram at Tree Talking Media. And until next time, keep them talking in the timber. <laughs>